Good afternoon and welcome to episode 11 of Pitch to Pub podcast with your two favourite people. My name's Mark and this is Ra... Oh, Sean, sorry. Um... <laughs> How are you doing, Sean? You okay? Yeah, not bad, pal. You? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. So we've, we've had a couple of weeks off, really, um, and there was kind of no... wasn't really planned like that. We were meant to do, a, we were meant to do one last week. However, I got running a little bit late with, with work and didn't want to eat into bedtime. And then Sean, yeah. Sean's been poorly. Um, he thought he had COVID, but after doing six days of nearly seven days of quarantine, waiting for his test results back, they didn't register his test. Yeah. It was negative anyway. <laughs> yeah, don't, mate. Fucking NHS. What do they pay these bastards for? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> you know what? Shoddiness. It's it's really good that you're joking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. On that note, so no one gets the wrong the wrong end of the stick. Sean's clearly joking. Yeah. Um, I am. I am. The job's worse. No, no, they do a great job. And uh, my my yeah. missus is in the NHS, and uh, I know that everyone everyone works, and uh, just not for me. Just not for me when I need my test. Unfortunately. <laughs> So what happened then? What did they say to you? What did what say to me they, when I rang him? Yeah, so obviously you got your test on Wednesday, didn't you? Yeah, last Wednesday. So a week ago today, uh, I didn't feel well. How, how... Last Tuesday, obviously, I didn't. Um, looking for a walk at lunchtime, and I felt a bit fuzzy in the morning. Me and Lucy went for like a lunchtime walk, and we got back in, and literally aching everywhere. My head was on, like, this really bad headache, really fuzzy. How long and... were you out walking for? <laughs> we're, 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 we're only out for half hour, 45 minutes without long at all. I was like, fuck, that's just felt awful, mate. And then um, as soon as like five o'clock came, I finished work. I literally just, I literally just went upstairs into bed and I was just absolutely, yeah. And like, um, I see spoke to you and you said, I'm going to get a test. I booked a test and yeah. uh, went and did that. And then, uh, I thought the funny thing is Lizzie's mum obviously she she rang me because she didn't feel well either. I, I, I've yeah. actually I've actually not seen her, so uh, I'm not coming in contact with her. But she said she felt had some symptoms, so I said, "Oh well, I'll order you like a home test." Yeah. This this was after I'd been tested. So was that got, Friday. Oh, God, it, it was. I, I, I think, think it was Friday. You said, wasn't it? I think I ordered it for on Thursday. It got delivered yeah. Friday. She sent it back Friday. She got the results Saturday, and I was <laughs> and I was still waiting for mine. I was like, eh? So, um, no, I rang him yesterday and went through my details. I went, oh, well, it's not been registered properly. I'm like, she's like, the woman was like, it normally happens when people just turn up randomly. I was like, well, I didn't turn up randomly. I booked a slot and they scanned me in and, and, and did all that. And she's like, oh, I don't know what's happened. So she, she registered me properly. And I, yeah. I got my result within like um, literally two minutes of it. Really? Getting off the phone to her. So they must have had the test there ready to send me straight back, but someone's not clicked a button properly. So I don't know. <laughs> but um, it's just a relief because it's been in the house, mate. Like, like obviously, everyone's stuck in the house now, normally, but you can go out and exercise and go for a walk and that, and literally not being able to do that has just kind of been like, oh, hard work, mate. Do you think it's, do you think it's because you've not been... You've not been able to do it, not because you've not wanted to do it. I know you. I know your daily walks have been quite exerting. Yeah, yeah. But, um... It's having the choice of not being able to do that taken away from me, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not right, mate. It's not right. I know. <laughs> if I want to walk to that bin, I should be able to do that. <laughs> yeah. Just to clarify, his bin's probably like five steps outside his. No, door. no, no. I've got a ten-mile drive. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> should be doing that because you shouldn't be exceeding the five-mile. No, nope, no. Nope. It's on my land. It's on my land. 
I wish. Yeah. <laughs> but no, on, but thankfully, oh, it's all good, you know what I mean? And uh, um, it was nothing too sinister. I'm guessing it was just a bit, because it was particularly cold last week, I'm guessing it was just maybe a little bit of a virus or something or bit of a bug where it's just kind of I'm a bit stuck inside all the time staring at a, a computer all day working obviously probably doesn't help with your eyes and your head and that so it's probably just a, a number of things but obviously better obviously willie's been been pretty far and pregnant now I, I thought it was probably the safe thing to do to be honest as well just to make sure um so yeah yeah thank, thankfully uh all, all good mate all good good yeah good good yeah I'm, and um... yeah you've been there uh, you've been uh laid down low a little bit haven't you yeah, I've been I've been wanted by the fuzz. So, I've, yeah, been, I've no, been under yeah, wraps. Yeah, they want to return your manhood, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so on um, on Friday, I um, I went for a vasectomy. Um, so basically, obviously, we've got two little girls. Not me and you, Before... mate. Not me and you. We haven't got two little girls. You and Charlotte. No, no, me, yeah, me and Charlotte, me, me and my fiance. Um, but when obviously when we found out we were we were pregnant with Anna, I was like, oh god, like, because I, I, I honestly and she knows this and I'm quite open about this. I didn't I didn't want another one after Laura. We've gone through all the firsts and we've done all the firsts, you know, the the, um, the teasing, the the bedtime, the up in the nights, the, the changing of the nappies. I nearly said changing of the guard. Then I don't know why I would say <laughs> changing of the nappies and going from nappies to potty training and and every all of the firsts that come with come with parenthood and I was just like you know what I just want to kind of enjoy life as it as we keep you know experiencing the different changes as she grows older and um I didn't really want another one um but obviously we we can pencil it down to more or less one night of um what should we call it you know uh, adult adulthood of um inappropriate adultness something like that like basically we had one we can put it down to like one night there where we we were probably had a bit too much to drink or we were you know whatever and and, um and then nine months later we have another one anyway so i actually went on christmas eve 2019 to get to have my consultation Um, i was that eager about it but then with obviously everything that hit like last year i was just a bit like well i just you know i I don't want to potentially go into a doctor's or hospital potentially bring it especially when it's the heat in the the in the heart of it, mm. it's allowed really. Um, just know a bit more um, and kind of bring anything home. So, anyway, I, I, I bit the bullet again at the start of this year and I kind of made the appointment and got it done. And I went, I went through to Leyburn Medical Practice, and um, the guy was very gentle with me. Um, <laughs> and the nurse was um, quite comical actually, which made things made things a lot easier kind of in a position where you relax and stuff. I mean, I know on Thursday, Charlotte said, you're not nervous. I was like, I remember going, I was going to work. I said, nervous about what? And she went tomorrow. I was like, nah, well, it just is what it is. And it? it'll come up, it'll just come and go. And when I get, when I get there, I guess I might have, you know, kind of some feelings towards it, but do you know what? It happened that quickly. I didn't really have any chance to kind of get all hyped up about it or nervous or anxious or anything. And it was just kind of, um, it just kind of happened. Obviously, um, it was a bit uncomfortable that they're getting the injections for the local anaesthetic. It was like, you know, it was a little bit uncomfortable, if I'm honest. Um, but after that, I didn't feel a thing. He was, um, he, you know, my my hands, my I was in the hands of, of a man that I've never felt before. Um, and <laughs> um, you know, joking aside, the, the doctor was brilliant. And um, I, had, I had the next 24 hours more or less laid in bed. I went, I came up and down, up and downstairs maybe once or twice. And it was just to, just a rest for a total period of 24 hours. 
and then um, just just be really light on my feet and stuff. So, and then it was more like a dull numbing pain. Uh, those of you, those of you, those men that have been fortunate enough to get kicked, smacked, you know, in the in the, in the nether regions, will know that you know maybe uh, thirty seconds a minute after, it's like you know, oh my lord, I can feel it in my guts. And if I like for a few days, I'm obviously getting a bit more moving. However. Monday I was back at work and then I've had the rest of the week off of holiday and stuff and back in on Friday. But um, I um, I felt great yesterday. So I must have walked between 12, 13 miles in general with the dog walk. And then I walk on my own and, and to and from in and, and just kind of staying, um, staying active in the house and stuff. And last night I felt like someone had really wallowed me in the middle of them and I, I kind of, yeah, I had a little look, see, and a feel, and they were. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like there's big lumps appearing. I was proper panicking. <laughs> anyway, and this this is me being generally honest. I, I've, we haven't even spoken about this because I've not spoke to you um, since yesterday. But um, anyway, I um, I rang the doctor this morning. The one because for some reason his personal number was on the pamphlet that he gave me. And maybe he fancied. Uh, maybe he fancied like you like what he felt, yeah, mate. Like was, what he saw, didn't yeah. he? It was. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, it was already pre-printed. It wasn't. Yeah, really yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Couple of kisses on there. <laughs> <laughs> Smiley faces. Um, and I, yeah, so I basically rang Alex. I said, I think I maybe overdid it a little bit yesterday. What? Maybe too much. He said, he said, and he just said it can be quite easily. It can quite easily happen. Just take some, take some ibuprofen. Just rest a bit more today, and um, and just go steady, and I'll be. You'll be all right as long as there's no like. Um, swelling or discolouring or the the the, the tear, not the tear, well, the incision hasn't split open or there's no blood or oozing or that. So, and I was like, no, no, we're good. It's healing, lovely. It's a lovely addition to my other reasons. Good stuff. Um, did you yeah, have? So, did you good. have? Did you have pancakes yesterday? Me and Anna had pancakes at lunchtime. Yeah. And then we got home. Uh, Charlotte got home last night, and. Um, the scales weren't working, so she said she wasn't going to make them. Um, but Anna, Anna was in. You don't need scales, mate. You can oh, do it freestyle. Yeah, yeah, of course you can. Of course you can. I did it freestyle. So, yeah, we won't talk about, we'll talk about the pancakes as well in a minute. Uh, <laughs> 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 that's, that's why you're expecting a baby. Um, but me and Anna had. I picked them up from. It sounds ridiculous. I picked them up the like the, the American version from like Aldi when I was in there yesterday. Yeah. And. Um, just pop them in the microwave or pop them in the oven, whatever, whichever you choose. And they're not actually, they were pretty good. She ate, she ate two, I ate two. Um, I think I had a bit of chocolate spread and a bit of syrup on mine and she had the same. Um, but she's going to make them, she's going to do proper pancakes tonight, she says. Um, so we'll see what happens. Did you? Yeah, you yeah, made them make me, I was just going to have them for dessert because I was going to have salmon originally. Therefore, oh, sod it, we'll have, we'll have loads of pancakes. <laughs> How many did you make, do you think? You got mate? How many did you make, you think? We had um, six each. All right, that's good going. Yeah, six each. I can't believe you couldn't out, out eat her either. I'm disappointed in you. Oh, mate, could have done. I could have done. I could have eaten them all night because they're just so easy to eat. But then you've got to draw the line, aren't you? So are you a savior or a sweet pancake man? Sweet. Yeah, yeah. I don't get these people that are like, well, obviously, it's personal choice, personal preference, but I just don't get a, a, a savory pancake. No. I don't understand. I like syrup on my golden syrup. Oh, honey, or whatnot, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, Charlotte thinks I'm a bit like, oh, well, that's a bit simple. So when we, obviously, when we were growing up, Mum always just did sugar and lemon. Yeah. And I was like, you know, it's banging, you know. I was like, just have some sugar and lemon, please. That's what Liz, Liz likes, sugar and lemon on hers. Yeah. Yeah. And she was like, what about some cream, some fruit, some Nutella, some syrup? And I was like, 
no, no, just some sugar and lemon, please. And she's like, look at me as if I've got two heads. I'm like, you all right? She's like, are you all right? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I guess it's it's what you know, isn't it? I suppose. I mean, I like a little change up now and again, but you know, at the best of times, just gotta keep it simple sometimes, don't you? Yeah. No. Yeah. So, how what's the weather like there? <laughs> Sunny and lovely here. Yeah. Bit overcast, but it's um, it's not bad, mate. It's not bad. Um, Good. Yeah, just to clarify, you... just to clarify, I don't, I don't live in the Bahamas or anything. I'm just thirty miles up the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, lives in Leeds. It's a bit more over, yeah, a bit more overcast. Yeah, and some some days though, the weather can be so drastically different to yours compared to where my where to Matt compared to where I live. Yeah, so. it was a few weeks ago. We had quite a bit of snow, when you literally had nothing, didn't you? No, it was raining. Yeah. Yeah. So um yeah, it's a bit it's a bit mad. Sorry, I just got a notification on my phone tell me to take some Omega three. Um so we'll do that after. Um right, let's get into it. Last night did you watch did you watch any football last night? A bit. I watched the first half of uh Barca PSG. And um yeah. then I had to have some communal television time with Liz. Uh, so selfish, mate, man. she's so out. You think she was like pregnant or something? So out of order, mate. So out of order. But um yeah, but watching the did did you watch any of that game? I watched first half. Yeah. It was so open, mate. Well, it was so open. I actually, I was watching it, and I texted um, Dan, and I said to him, I was texting, him, I said, "Look, I'm watching Barca game, and like Barca, they don't look like how they used to do." I said, "PSG crowd in the second half, they're there for the taking, and they were there for the taking, weren't they? Like Mbappe just fucking turned it on, didn't he? That have you seen the hat trick goal? Yeah, yeah, oh, I've seen him, yeah. It's like prime on refinish, that, isn't it? Yeah, it was so well taken. Yeah, it was so well taken. Yeah, and what that uh, it's crazy to think that that Moyes Keane on loan from Everton yeah. at PSG. Yeah. It looks like he just looks like when he played for Everton, he just looks scared and quite timid. He just looks like yeah. a lion now. It looks like he's like like a different player. Just like I suppose when you've got you... Mbappe and, yeah. and Neymar and Icardi and people like that, it probably makes you feel a bit more comfortable, doesn't it? Oh, but you, you, you essentially can got the license to go out and do what you want. Yeah. Because you, do you think there was going to be a lot of pressure on him at Everton? Because he'd come in as a big signing from Juve. Yeah. He's a young kid. But, uh, I mean, I won't lie, at the start of last season, he was straight in my dream team because I was like, he's a good player. He's going to get goals for Everton. They haven't got another striker. Do you remember when um, Duncan Ferguson brought him on Old Trafford then subbed him? Don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. It's when, <laughs> when Duncan Ferguson was interim charge. Oh, they drew with us, didn't they? Um, yeah, and he brought him on about 70th minute and he subbed him about 15 yeah. minutes later. And uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you know what made me chuckle last night as well? Um, the managers, Ronald Koeman and Pochettino, yeah. both, yeah. both ex Southampton managers. I know, yeah. How random is that? <laughs> well, yeah, uh, it's crackers, isn't it? Yeah. How how the mighty have grown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they both did well at Southampton, and uh, but remember what I Pochettino at the moment. He must be just rubbing his hands with glee and joy at that squad he's got. Um, and he got it right last night. He got the he got the. He t- did. He did. How he played yeah. Verratti higher up the field to Mate. start the press. And do you know what he did well last night? Which is common sense, which, which Solskjaer didn't do. He subbed Idrissa Gane Gay at half time when he was on a yellow and he was jumping into tackles and he subbed him for Herrera to stop him getting yeah. sent off. I mean, the thing is, that, that is clever management because you've got, you've got somebody who you can put on the pitch who will do as he tells. 
I, I, I still question why Solskjaer let Herrera go. Shouldn't have done, he, mate. He was a big, he was a big favourite of mine. Yeah, and I just, I find it really hard to believe that you would let someone of that caliber go. Yeah, it, at the time, he, he would go as far as saying he was better than Fred, better than McTominay. Yeah, at that time, he yeah, yeah, better than Matic. He was our, he was, and he, he had so much passion when he played. And I was just like, do you know what? We, it's just brilliant. We need that. Yeah, yeah. But, but um, Verratti in the first half. He had the ball and he did about four turns and took four lads, three or four players out of the game. Yeah. And that tackle on Griezmann was perfectly timed. That little... It's just another... It's, it's classic. Yeah. That little flick for the goal as well to um, the yeah. first one. It's, well, it's just... I think he goes underrated. Now, people, I know people have spoken about him being a good midfielder, but, you know, and he, he has had, you know, injuries that's kept him out of for long periods. But for me, like, I'm surprised not, I say not a big, not a bigger team, not a bigger team outside of PSG have not come in and tried to take him, you know? Sad, though, because he's probably on massive money in his, but a burn decent way. Well, it will be. In... Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. It... Well, it's, it's the same as the Ian Bappe thing. Obviously, his, his contract runs out next year, doesn't it? Yeah. And they're talking at this, he's saying he's not very happy. He said that he's not very, he'd been known to say he's not very happy with the deal that's been offered. Um, and he's looking at his options, but obviously after the game last night, um, I, I can't remember if it was his words or what someone said, but he said, I think something that was communicated was, well, it's easy to make a decision now because you're on a high. Um, and if that's his words, mate, then that's very, like, grew up mature because he's only 20, isn't he? 21? 22 now, I um, think. How is he 22? Yeah. But, oh, mate, like... But I might be funny, another thing I thought last night, Messi ain't staying at Barcelona after this season. He's, he's gone, on it? It's gone. He could be at PSG. And I'll not be funny, if he's at PSG and you're in Mbappe, you wouldn't want to leave if you're in Mbappe if there's Messi there, would you? Yeah. No, 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 no. I, I don't mean he's. When I said he's gone, just to clarify, I don't mean he's gone as in he hasn't got the quality. He just couldn't see the will. The will wasn't there for me. The amount of times he popped up on the right wing and just like gave the ball off. There was there was times when he would previously you'd have seen him. He had a one on one, and then after that, maybe one player to be, and you're in the box, and he just didn't even didn't try. In my opinion, I don't think he tried. That it's not the team's not as good done. It's it's an aging team, and I think they're going through transition out there and. I don't think Koeman's good enough, personally, as a manager for Barcelona. That's maybe harsh, because he did a good job at, at Everton. Um, no, he went, at, um, he went shit at Everton. Started, no, he started well at Everton, then he went shit. Yeah, sorry, he did, a, he did a good job at Southampton, and then Everton was kind of up and down, yeah. and then he, he's been doing a good job for the Netherlands, but you just... Yeah, but... Mark... Did, you see, did you see his interaction with um, Gay? No. Um, at half time or full time, he was seen laughing with him. Obviously, he had him at Everton, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. That won't go down well. Nah, that's I don't. I don't. Think not he, with the Barcelona fans, anyway. I don't think he's good enough for that job, mate. Honestly, though. Uh, you really not? Nah, I don't really. Well, has anybody really been good enough for the job since since Pep? Because is the team not just was it not just do it its own thing? Well, obviously there was a guy um, that took over after was it Tito? I can't remember. Tito and he passed he passed, yeah. passed away, didn't he? Yeah, uh, rest in peace, Tito. Um, and he was Enrique. He was um, yeah, he did a good job. Decent job. He got the Spain <sighs> job, didn't he? Well, it's the same squad, wasn't it? By a couple of players, he brought some big names in, and uh, the, I just I think that I I don't think he'll last. I think Messi will leave. I think maybe a couple of other players, uh, uh, maybe like Dembele might leave. He's not think, good enough. It's about a lot more. No, and you look at the, look at the centre half now. PK is probably passed. He, he rushed him back last night, didn't he? Because he was in, that was his first game back from injury. Um, you could tell. I mean, you've got 
was full of the pace. Yeah, and they've got Ling Longlace aside him. He's not world class for me. And then they've got Serginio Dest at fullback, young American lad. He's yeah. he's not good enough. Did Alba play last night? Was Alba playing? Yeah, Johnny Alba. He's maybe he's maybe over the hill a bit. Then in midfield, they did he had they had De Jong. Um, who else was there? Was he not playing up front, De Jong? Do you not play? Oh, no, uh, that's Griezmann. It was the the De Jong. Um, it was the guy, De Jong, uh, Ricardo Pugh. Um, do you think? Do you think Griezmann will be regretting going to Barcelona now? Probably now, yeah. The shit's out there. Because <laughs> this is only his second season, isn't it? Yeah, he hardly played last year, did he? Because um, he, the, the manager didn't like him, did he? I just, yeah, I find, I find it bizarre because he he was probably one of the hottest properties in the world. Yeah. He was at Atletico Madrid, especially with what he was doing with France and what he and, and the way he kind of drove Atleti as well. I just, I found, obviously it's Barcelona Barcelona. Um, but they're talking about not having the same pulling power as they once did. Yeah, the job massive mistake from from Koeman is getting rid of Suarez for me. Why I don't understand why he did that. Yeah, God knows. Well, he's top. He's got he scored more goals in he's got more goals in the opening games than anybody ever has in the in the in the uh, La Liga. Mm, top, he's top scorer isn't he, at the moment. Atletico comfort, yeah. comfortably clear. Um, I don't know. I just, uh, yeah. He's obviously he's wanting to sign and make his own. He's trying to get he's trying to get to pay, won't he? And he's trying to get that that guy from Man City will join, won't he? Garcia on a, yeah, on, a yeah. on a free. But from what I've seen of him, he's 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 not the answer to their problems straight away, is he? No, he's he's more for the future, isn't he? Yeah. Um, they need they need like a. Apparently, <laughs> Wayne Alden's been linked, hasn't he? Continuously. Yeah. Well, he was he was going to go. I don't think Liverpool let him go. Because he's too integral. See again, let's come back to the Tiago thing. Um, people talking about Tiago was going to come in and light light the Premier show up. I, th- I think he's a really good player. I, th- I think he's a really good player. However, I don't think he's done what people expected him to do at Liverpool. Yeah, he's a... so anyway. Obviously, Liverpool won last night, didn't they? Two nil. Again, I've not seen that. Whereas, Did uh, you miss... It was an early night for me. Have you seen the goals? No, couple of mistakes, mate. From that upper Meccano who signed for uh, yeah on the set, he slipped and Mane was one on one, and the right. second one it wasn't him. Someone was passing, one of the defenders was passing back to centre back, and he put too much on it, and he basically paid a through ball to Salah, and he was, was a good ball there. <laughs> yeah, it was a lovely ball to him, <laughs> and he just slid it past the keeper. Um, yeah, you got to, you still got to take chances though, mate. I think and I'll go as far as saying that's Liverpool have done that. Yeah, the, the problem has been creating the, the chances. Probably, do you know, their best chance of silverware this year is probably Champions League, and it wouldn't surprise me if they popped up and won it again. Because <laughs> that would really annoy. That would really piss me off, if I'm honest. But um, I mean, I mean, yeah, you're probably, well, you're, you can't win anything else apart from the Premier League, and then miles off there. Yeah, because they're out of the FA Cup and the and the um, Community Shield. Yeah, Community Shield. Yeah. Uh, league Cup, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, they lost that as well. Yeah, they're going to be out of that because they're not going to win the FA Cup. Yeah. Probably not going to win the league, so definitely out of that as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's quite funny because I was listening. I remember. I, I, I think I might have told you this, but I remember um, listening to um, something that uh, Noel Gallagher said on the radio. Obviously, Noel Gallagher's a big Man City fan, and um, they've been talking about this Liverpool squad that that came so close. They they got beaten in the Champions League final by. Um, Real Madrid, they then won the Champions League the year they lost to the league by one point to City, and then they won the league last year by a canter. 
And obviously, the people have been saying that this Liverpool team is like one of the greatest teams. No. But, well, the point he made was they only won one domestic title. Yeah, exactly. And City have won like six or something. So I think in the same time, I think. And I was like, wow, I never really thought of it like that. Obviously, they haven't won the FA Cup. They haven't won the League Cup. They've only won one Premier League. And they've won the Champions So, say two trophies because, if, well, domestic trophy, trophies. They've only won the Prem. But people talking about them being the best, like the best Premier League era team. But, you know, City have won quite a lot of trophies. Man United, Man United were doing, like, doing it. You know, they were winning, like, FA Cups. They were doing doubles or they were doing, like, they were winning the League Cup as well. And it's like... I just I find it hard to believe that people were going that like obviously it's now, isn't it? It's like, oh well, they're one of the best teams. Well, you're gonna think that now, but in ten years' time, do you think they'll be saying that? I don't. No. No. Because it, and again, it's very, very well known that, you know, it's easier to win the Premier League than it is to retain it. And I'm not saying it's easy by no means feet. However, retaining it is something different because everybody wants to beat you the champions. Yeah, of course, yeah. And you know what, I, you know, I don't um, going back to the weekend and obviously Leicester did them and um, I don't buy this hopper. I don't buy this bullshit where they're going oh, oh look at all these injuries yeah you've got injuries but look at Leicester's injuries look at other teams injuries look, Man City have had De Bruyne out their best player for the last month and Laporte was out missing John Stones has come in and done incredible and pe- people take the chances and it's not it's no one else's fault other than Liverpool's fault that the squad isn't good enough is it? Yeah, you're absolutely right. You touched on Leicester there. The... And I'll just, just quickly. Leicester are the only team that have been in the top four all season. Yeah, yeah. And they've had uh, Vard, Vard. Eight, eight or nine serious injuries for, for for four, is it four weeks or more? Well, Vardy's been in and out and Soyuncu's been yeah. in and out and Pafana's injured now. Pereira was injured. Justin's injured. I mean, look at that. It's a full back four they've had missing and um, yeah, the midfield. It was indeed he's been injured, and they had, in, they had indeed he out. Yeah. They also had Madison out at one point, yeah, as well. Yeah, so it's uh, Fofana's out out now yeah. as well. Yeah, so it's just Amatri was out for a while. Yeah, so it's it's uh, fed up of this Liverpool bullshit excuse, excuse, excuse. You know what I mean? And it's yeah, it don't cut. You know what I mean? Like you look at, you look at... <laughs> you know what's really funny. It comes back, it goes back to the um, to the saying of. You can make excuses or you can get results. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, um, and it's, yeah, a lot of the teams have had injuries, but you've not heard the excuses coming out of the teams that have had injuries like Liverpool have. Fair enough. They're missing probably a couple of their best players for injury. However, you know, you're just not hearing it from the other clubs. And it's just a little bit, I think it's a little bit sad. Yeah. Like, Pep's not more than once about De Bruyne being out injured, has it? And, and, and well, since De Bruyne's been injured, they've been on the best run of the bat. Because, because, yeah, well, he obviously, he obviously was part of it, but they've, they've just Gund- pushed on a little bit more. Well, Gundogan's they? gone to another level, hasn't he? And now he's injured. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you know what? It was funny because he was a serious player when City signed him. And he, he, he just, I think he just got too many injuries. Well, do you remember when he got, do then, he got that bad injury and they all wore Gundogan eight shirts before a game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, that's cringe. Can you, <laughs> you know, it's a bit like it's a bit like a team wearing a, um, a shirt from a player who racially abused another one. Yeah, um, yeah. But um, we won't talk about that because that's in the past, and you know, it's uh, they've they've uh, a lot of players that wore the shirts that day said that they shouldn't have done. But, yeah. but anyway, um, yeah, um, Arsenal back back on winning ways after giving who did they give a good eye into? A really, really, really good team. I can't remember who it was. Um, 
Give someone a really good eye at the weekend. Oh, that really good team. Who was it? Oh, the, the best team in the world with the best manager in the world. No, not Liverpool. No, 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 um, no, no. You're getting confused, mate. No, definitely the best manager in the world with the best team and the best fans and the best stadium. Uh, the best everything, mate. <laughs> play the best football. Oh, they, of they, play, mate, they play the best football, even when they lose 10 0. They play the best. They play the best. They play the best football, and the striker. You know really... the striker. Should, the striker should be playing for England because he, the striker should be playing for England because he scores one in every fifty chances. <laughs> he has, does get the most chances in the league. To be fair, um, <laughs> did, 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 I seen someone on Twitter and, I, and it really, really, really tickled me. And it said, "Leeds don't know what the score is. They're just playing to the they're just playing to the whistle goes. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost like it's almost like um, playground football, and I'm, and I say that at the point where. They just play and play and play, and all of a sudden the bell goes, and they're like, "All right, lads, who won?" Oh, it's fifteen two. <laughs> oh yeah, what to us are you? Yeah, um, but I'd... I mean, they were poor first half, well, really poor. But, however, Arsenal were good first half. I said nothing away from Arsenal. They've they've been really griping on me lately, and I'll explain in a second. Um, but um, they played really well first half, and they come out of the second half. They didn't they didn't keep the same intensity, and Leeds upped it. So, you know, obviously they got they went 4-0 up and then two goals later and you think, oh my God, if you get another goal, you know, it could be an interesting ending and they kind of wrapped it up. First half, they pressed them really high, didn't they? And obviously yes. Leeds made mistakes and the keeper arguably was at fault for kind of all three. Well, they could have done better with all three. Um, yeah. But another day, everything he tried to do works. Yeah. And it, it doesn't cost them three, two or three goals. You know what I mean? And I, and I, and I, I think he's been brought in as a young lad He's doing what the manager wants him to do, and I think the manager will keep faith in him. You're going to make mistakes. I think the biggest thing is is, is he is he mature enough, and has he got enough about him to go? Done now. Mm. I got to learn from. Do you it. know what? Maybe my weekend as well, not football related, but kind of Leeds related. Good old Josh Warrington got knocked the fuck out, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Do you not like him? You what, mate? Do you not like him? There's, there's Leeds, Leeds fans bum him, don't they? Because he's from Leeds and he's a big yeah. Leeds man. He's got he's a massive, massive underdog was this guy and he absolutely swalloped him. I did see it, yeah. Well, Eddie Hearn said something like, um, this guy was very, very, very hungry and you could tell... You could tell. Wait, I'm very hungry. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because you only had six pancakes uh, last night and you're not left uh, house. Yeah, it don't mean I'm going to go out knocking out professional boxers, does it? <laughs> You might um you might eat some of them you might eat some of them uh, but yeah he got this an absolute it was a shock you know what I mean and that was uh massive good to see <laughs> yeah. normally... I, I I quite like him he's, there's something about him is his character and that and I think he does carry himself quite well out on the sleeve kind of thing so out on the floor yeah out on the floor after he got smashed out <laughs> but um but no yeah yeah, but, yeah. they did alright in first half but. <sighs> Yeah, don't like him. So, I'm, so obviously we've got we've got a, a good friend of ours that's a big Arsenal fan, and and um, I, I I speak I speak to him more than you. I speak to him come two or three times a week, and it's just you know um, every time I speak, to deluded, him, isn't he, mate? Let's not let's cut. I I, I can't. I, I really struggle, right? Because obviously, me and you are both United fans, but we can see it from both sides. Like if United played poorly, we can go, yeah, they were shit, and you know this was the issue there, and this was the issue there. Like at the weekend against Fulham. Just weak defending. West like, Brom. Some, West Brom. Some, someone, sorry, against West Brom. Um, someone said, oh, well, they haven't got any protection in front of them. Like, Fuck off, mate. Lindelof's been manhandled by someone like half his size. And why the fuck is he not going to attack the ball rather than try to hold him off? 
go and attack the fucking ball. Something I was taught when I was when I was younger and I started playing football was go and attack the ball. If you go and attack the ball and you get beat to it, then fair enough. Like obviously it's not it's not the end of the world, but he's always tried to hold him off and wait the ball to come to him, and that it's just really weak. And I just you know anyway that's one thing, but I can I can be crit- I can be critical like that because I think it's well it's the only way to kind of beat you about your team because then you, you know where the kind of the improvement needs to come. Um, not that it's got anything to do with me, but the way that I would look at it. But it's always like, an, it's always um, like making excuses. It sounds like Klopp. He was like, oh, well, you know, it was, um, they haven't had a big turnaround. Like, mate, fuck off. Like, everyone's in exactly the same boat about turnarounds and days off. And I said, and I was like, why, why are we resting players? And he's like, oh, we're just resting them because they're tired. I'm, like, I'm not having it. I'm not having the tired thing. I might, I, suppose, I might have gone into this before, but I'm not having the tired, the tired professional footballers. It's their job to look after themselves and to recover, and then to play again. Like, it's that's your job. You don't have anything else to do. Um, and if you're not doing that right, then you don't deserve to be a professional footballer. In my eyes, that might be really harsh. Um, for, like you, people that listen to this or yourself might think that's really harsh, but that's that's my view. Um, you know, if I was a professional footballer, I'd be doing everything in my power to make sure that, right, the game's finished. What can I do? Hydrate, get the right food in me, recover, sleep, um, you know, what I need to do, I would be on to the nutritionists and to the, and to the physios and to the, all the strength and conditioning coaches, that, the experts. And I would want to know, how can I be ready for that next game and be 100% in three days? I, don't, I, don't, I want to play every game, by the way. And the amount of players that have come out and said players want to play because they have a short career, yes, there probably is players that go, oh, do you know what, I'll have a rest of your boss. But for me, I want to play every single game. That's just, I guess, that's just the way I'm wired up and the way that kind of, that I run. But it, it I got to the point where I was like, I'll speak to you later because I want to put my hand through the phone. Yeah, but the best thing he says is brilliant. Like, it's like, you asked him, did you say, oh, what um, what do you think Arsenal should do this year? Oh, well, we're a big club, so we should be ch- challenging our winning the league. No, not challenging. Winning it. So the start of the start, yeah, start of the season, <sighs> I said. So if you, if you could honestly say the start of the season, what would your hopes be for, for Arsenal in the league? Well, we're going to win it. And I, I can remember going, what do you mean you're going to win it? And he's like, well, Arsenal should win the league. I'm like, well, but Liverpool did what they did last year. City are going to be stronger. Man United are doing better. Leicester have got a good squad. Chelsea have strengthened. Um, his first, Tottenham's first season under Mourinho, and he's, he's brought in some, some more players. He's like, yeah, but we're Arsenal. It's a big club mentality. And I'm like, yes, you're, you're not a big I club suppose anymore. When you, you show your intent, don't you, when you give David Luiz a new extension. That's a big move, isn't it? Yeah, of course big, you do. Yeah, Sam William. Yeah, that's a big move. Big move. Ch- ch- challenging. And then bringing in Matt um, Odegaard, who's not even played. Yeah, he started he? against Leeds, didn't he? Oh, I yeah, don't yeah. Um, but I just I find it that, that that's where it becomes difficult for me because if someone said to me at the start of the season, "What would your hopes be for Man United?" My my hopes would be that they, they would do their best to compete for the title. No, that's not me saying Man United should win the league. Which is the answer that I've got. It should be Man United should I would I want Man United to compete for the title. That's not me saying they should be competing for the title. That's me saying I want them to. Now, I remember on one of the first podcasts we did, it might have been the first podcast we did, Chelsea were top of the league. And I said, Do you know what? And it was I think it was the end of November. I said, I'd love uh, not Chelsea. Tottenham. I said I'd love Tottenham. I'd love Tottenham to yeah, be in the both, league because of we Mourinho. both did, yeah. Yeah, we both. And then and then I said and then you said, Well, what about Man United? And I said, miles away, mate, it'll be nowhere near. And I said, I said, as much as I would like it, I'd like us to compete. And first, I would be over the moon if we could win the league. 
I said, I just don't see it happening. Now that at the time was my honest, honest opinion as a Man United fan. It wasn't, it, it wasn't through um, tinted glasses. It was just how I felt. But I think, I think maybe some people don't want to push that across and say, this is how I feel as, a, as an Arsenal fan or a Leeds fan or whatever, because they might think that, oh, well, you don't, you don't have any ambition for your club. It's not, you've got to remember is you're a fan. You're not, you're not part of the makeup. You're not part of the, you're not part of the, the decision-making in the club and going, I expect you to win the league this year. You're not saying that to Arteta. You know, I'm pretty sure their ambition was just to fucking try and make top yeah, four. Yeah, definitely. Which isn't going to be easy. Now, it'd be fucking, they'd be, it'd be incredible if they made top six. Well, well where did opinion. they finish last year? Mid-table? Tenth? I think they finished, I think they finished eighth. Yeah, and they must have been about 40. But... I was, no, maybe, they, did they finish eighth? They were, they were certainly. Well, Tottenham finished no, no, fifth got... and Leicester finished sixth. They got Europa League because they won the FA Cup, didn't they? Yeah, so they might have finished. They finished seventh or eighth. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, they must. Yeah, I think they were eighth. I don't know. Oh, oh, that's how irrelevant. So like, there must have been forty points behind Liverpool. I mean, so how can your expectation be that you'll win the league when you're forty points behind Liverpool? I don't know. Yeah, just delusion. Is that that's what that is? It it's worrying. Yeah. I said to him, I want, I want whatever you're having. I want it. <laughs> Uh, whatever you're eating, whatever you're drinking, whatever you're taking, what supplements are you on? Yeah. Um, I, I want a bit of that. Are you on mushrooms? LSD? <laughs> Ketamine? Feed it to me. Um, I'm not condoning drug taking. I've never taken drugs in my life. Um, I will, uh, I'm not condoning it. I'm just making it right. Um, anyway. <laughs> yeah, so it was it's absolutely baffled me. But, um, but yeah. What games are on tonight? Yeah, there is Burnley Fulham. And yeah, we'll not be Everton, Manchester City. That could be a good game. No, no, um, DCL. No DCL, no Gundogan either, which is painful for me because he's captain in the old dreamy or TBR. Oh, right. Have you got plenty of points? He's got 30, he's there double week. So I was like, he's going to be 38 for the weekend. I was thinking, right, here we go. Nice double game week. You're going to get loads. And now he's come off with his little tweak grind, didn't he? Yeah, well, I've got um, Dominic. I've got um, DCL in my in my team as well, so that's a bit disappointing. But never mind. Subbed him out. Subbed him out. Thankfully. But what Champions League games? Are oh, there? Juve against Porto. That could be and a good game. Sevilla against Borussia Dortmund. Is that it? Yeah. Are they staggering yeah, it again? City obviously next week, aren't they? But yeah, we're on yeah, Thursday, yeah. aren't we? Oh yeah, half hour. Uh, real, real saucy dad. <laughs> We're playing Turin. Is that where it is? Is it? Well, it must be at Porto, Juve Porto, then, is it? Uh, can't be no, because after that going, after that going to um, Benfica, it's, it's an away leg, so it should be in Portugal. But after that travelling to Benfica, Ada, but is that just is that right? I'm just thinking because Man United are playing at the is it Allianz? Yeah, but, yeah, but um, like I say, it's the away, it's the away leg, so it's, it should be in Porto. So Juventus oh, are away, okay. so. but I think yeah, I think it might be in Portugal because um, I think the English teams aren't playing because they're not letting us in because of this um, our new, yeah, our new strain that we've got, the super strain, the new strain that came from every other country. Yeah, but we won't get into that. We've we've talked COVID already, and that yeah, that's not. It. However, I did talk in COVID before, but on a on a bright side, I did I did read yesterday that they're, um, they're from a good source that they're hoping. They're very hopeful because they're ahead of schedule that they're going to have, have have offered everybody 
um, the vaccine vaccine by the um, start of August. Yeah, but, yeah, but that's only the first vaccine. You need everyone needs two jabs, don't they? For what the vaccine? It's it's, it's two jabs, isn't it? You give you your first, you give you yeah, your first well, shot. It is, it is, yeah. But if you look at it from that point of view, you're talking everyone's going to have two jabs this year. Well, hopefully. Do you know? Because obviously, the, it's it's four to twelve weeks. Um, if, from your first one to your second one, so it's a minimum of four, but up to twelve. I don't think everyone will have been offered one by uh, by August. I think it'll be more. Well, that's that's what they're saying because they've done. I think they've done something like sixteen, seventeen million already. Yeah, but that's still not a great deal in the population, is it? Well, it isn't, but they've been doing it now for what six weeks. Yeah. So if you look at another six weeks, they're doing the same. Another six weeks. That's three months. But uh, the... so you took June. So you're talking more or less. But the. You're talking more or less 60 million. But right? the old anti-vaxxers won't want to get a jab, will they? Well, they don't have to. Fuck them. They can't. They've got to stay in the house then. <laughs> it's ridiculous, isn't it? I just, I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand no, why you would not want to get the vaccine. Yeah, it's a uh, piece. Oh, it's been rushed through. Well, they've had to throw in millions and millions and billions of pounds at it. That's yeah. why. Um, you know, it's not like... It, it, do you know what? It'd be like... Going for your mumps, measles, rubella, jab, or whatever it is, and that kind of stuff. Like all the other vaccines that you, uh, that your baby has when when they're like so many months old and so many months old, then again, you're like, no, my baby's not having that. I've thought they're like um, these these people that are developing these vaccines, uh, uh, scientists, very very clever people that train their whole lives to do this, develop vaccines. But Dave thirty four on Twitter says it's unsafe yeah. here, so. Oh, yeah. we're not going to have the vaccine. What does Dave thirty four on Twitter know that work that Dave, works in fucking grants know about vaccines? Get a fucking grip. Well, um, <laughs> pardon me. What? Uh, yeah, nothing against Greg working with Greg. No. Um, or or if, um, even if you had Dave thirty four on Twitter, sorry, I just picked a random name out there. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's the people that. Um, spend a lot of their time putting substances into their body that they have no idea what it is that, uh, that have made me laugh about them saying that you know um, oh well, you don't know what's put in it but I'll quite happily go and sniff a line that I get off I get off Johnny Johnny be good on the corner of fucking of the corner of the no, street in the middle of town Johnny's just outside now I need to go get my eight <laughs> just tell him to leave it in your bin mate and you can get it when you go for your one <laughs> Um, people have no fucking idea what they're putting up their nose and putting in their body you know half the time never mind you know um, never know never mind when fucking what it's in the vaccine I'm pretty sure it, it's uh, again my in my opinion um, but I suppose everybody's everybody's different I mean I think I think if they said if they said to you if you have if you have the vaccines you your um, life can go back to normal in the summer and you can go on holiday. You can see your friends. You can go out. You can go out. You can do X, Y, and Z. I'm pretty sure everyone would fucking get it because I know that's what I fucking want to do. It's a no, well, for me, it's a no-brainer. But um, absolutely, just think how much strain it's going to take off the people that's putting the massive strain on at the moment. Holiday workers, the NHS, more importantly, and everybody. And like for that. people that are listening that don't agree with us, tough. It's our show, and it's our opinion. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you look, if you don't agree with us, it's fine. It's absolutely, it's absolutely, it's, it's, you know. It's, this isn't a popularity contest. If you don't want to listen to it, don't, you don't listen to us. Don't listen to us. It's um, 
it's it's just our opinion. But you know, we're not here to offend anybody. But if you don't like it, fuck <laughs> <off>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm I'm kind of joking, but not. Joking. I'm, I'm off, um, mate. I'm hanging up now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but um, let's end on that note because I think you know I think a bit of jovial. We, we've had we've had a really good chat here, and I just think that we have got some guests coming up um, in the next in the next few weeks. Um, me and Sean are going to get our heads together in uh, the next couple of days and just confirm dates and stuff with people. So um, we'll get some more guests on and um, hopefully get you listeners a bit more excited while they listen to us to waffle on. But um, I will um, we'll love you and leave you, and I'll um, speak to you later. All right, catch you a bit, pal.